0: Hope it does that'd be awesome, and welcome back to another episode of the Have We Made It Yet podcast. I am one of your co hosts,
1: the actor Lucas Ng, and I am a comedian Josh Yang. Again, this is another podcast, well, hopefully, not another one that has the
0: same concept, but this is the podcast where creatives talk about the process of making it in whatever craft they choose to make. But we usually generally try to focus on the creative crafts, be it musicians, which is a subtle cue to what's going to happen this episode, to actors, <laughs> to comedians, to writers, to producers, to directors. We, we cover them all, Josh. We cover them all. Um, as we start with every episode here, Mr. Josh Yang, mm-hmm. have you made it yet?
1: I have not made it yet. If anything, I look even worse right now just because, okay, just because my my lights went off or not my light, the light bulbs went out in my room and then I had to get new light bulbs. And when I got new light bulbs are fl- fluorescent. So now I look like I'm on, in the inside of a hospital room, but I might have to make the change. So that's where I'm at now where all I can talk about <laughs> Is the fluorescent lighting in my room? You
0: know what? At least you look really clean, though.
1: Do I? I don't know. Yeah. I I just oh my hands just went white right there. Um. Anyways. Uh. But Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Enough about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah, yeah. I think we're done with me. Uh. That'd how be. have you made it yet? Wait. What? Oh. Oh. Ha- have I made? Wait. Yeah. Have you? Ha- have you made it yet?
0: <laughs> How have I made it yet? Um, no, I have not made it yet. <laughs> did I
1: say how you made it
0: yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How have you made it yet?
1: <laughs> no, did you have
0: did I? midway through?
1: I don't remember anything anymore. Life is just a blur.
0: Okay. Um, well, no, no, I haven't. But this week was actually kind of cool, though. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we did an audition together. Oh, yeah. I saw
1: that on your social media. What was that for?
0: Oh wait, actually, she also told me to stop telling the clients' names on our podcast, <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna refrain from doing that. So, Josh, sorry, I shouldn't say.
1: Oh, okay. Um, but it, was it for like a commercial? Uh yes, yes, it was for okay. a commercial.
0: Um, and it was a pr- I probably shouldn't talk anymore because one of my biggest flaws, and I'm through my therapist right now. Mm, mm. One of my like kind of flaws is oversharing to like people who are in the wrong people. Oh. And I tend to do that. So I, I I really got to watch myself with that stuff. So okay. Um anyways, no, so I had a, a few auditions, didn't book anything yet, but at least it's happening. And I had some uh Soya chicken that I just made just now so I feel good. Ooh. Oh soya chicken for the Cantonese listeners, that's Seo chicken. Um <laughs> It it's see guy. guy. See <laughs> thank you. Thank you, host. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you, guest. Thank you, guest. <laughs> you invisible guest right now. Um, as you might have heard, we actually have a great guest today, Josh. Oh, do we? Do we do we? It, it, you, you 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 can't see right now, but mm-hmm. like you can feel the energy coming coming right off right now. Um okay. So I first met our next guest when I was working at TIFF last year. I remember when we first chatted as we were letting people into a theaters and I was immediately attracted and drawn into that, into her like incredible positive energy that just overrid any tiredness I was feeling while working at an intense film festival. Um, if any of you guys have been to TIFF as a patron, even it's, it's a festival that's just constantly happening. And if you're working there, it's, it's pretty damn long days. and. And fun, but like it's a lot of damn work. you meet a lot of great people, such as our next guest here. Uh, we chatted a bit more, and from then on, we talked about our passions, uh, me in acting and her in music. That day after my shift. I went on Spotify and typed in her name. Uh, I was blown away by her vocals and big band arrangements and all that. Um, her Aww.
2: music is it was huh he
0: said, Aw. oh, oh, I thought I said, huh. <laughs> I was
1: like,
0: "Aww." Oh. Uh, who is that, Josh? Who is that?
1: I don't know. I feel like you're about to say your name. okay, cool, cool. Um, uh,
0: just as a more of an intro, this wasn't no lo-fi garage band recording. Her music had horns, pianos, sometimes even strings. And I haven't yet told you yet of her extremely, extremely powerful vocals. They're spot on. Uh you have to check out her music after after hearing this episode of our podcast. hmm She's an incredibly talented multi-instrumentalist in, on the ukulele, piano, and also has played shows all over Vancouver, even at the Vancouver Jazz Festival. And she's also played in Toronto too. Uh, she's now made her home in Vancouver, so you can catch her at Jackpool Plaza or wherever she decides to showcase her amazing musical ability. Please give it up for the incredible Kristen Fung.
3: Hey, thank you for that intro. That was so sweet.
0: Oh, no problem. It's, thank you for coming on.
3: My pleasure.
0: Uh-huh. Um, as we start off with every episode of the Have We Made It Yet podcast, uh-huh. Miss Kristen Fung, have you made it yet?
3: I want to say yes, just to like be oh, yeah. cheeky. <laughs> um, what is, okay, I want to ask, like, what what does that question mean to you? when you ask it.
1: Oh, I mean, it means it so we always ask it pretty open-endedly because we want to know what that question means to our guests. So.
3: Ah,
2: you
1: you okay. can't answer you can't answer our question with a question. Yeah, I know.
3: Okay. Um Okay, when I honestly when I hear that question, I want to think of making it in the present tense. So, I want to ask myself like today like are you making it um yeah like just being in the present moment and like doing the best that you can with what you have um and where you're going um and yeah like today at at this time at this hour in this moment of this day I want to like I want to say yeah I'm making it um but yeah, that's just because I'm like all about the the journey over the destination right now. Like I'm yeah. really trying to do journey over destination. Right. Um, because yeah, I think like your destination can like change and then you might like reach a destination and then you might not actually be satisfied with that. So I'm not saying like, yeah, I've made it like I play the best music in the world. <laughs> I have like no more work to do. I'm just saying that like, I'm just trying to honor, like, me doing my best right now.
0: Nice. And day by day, right?
3: Yeah, day by day.
0: Awesome, yeah, awesome.
3: one step at a time.
0: There we are. Uh, okay, so we usually want st- to just talk about, like, how you started off and everything like that. Um, so when you first picked up the ukulele, or you first played the keys on the piano, what mm-hmm. made you draw what first of all, what drew you into playing those first two instruments and and what made you want to stay playing those?
3: Um I think my first instrument actually was my voice, oh, and cool. that's because of like watching disney movies and um, I don't know if you guys know like the movie about little orphan annie annie the movie yeah. the yeah. the oh, yeah. the nineteen eighty whatever version though not the not Not, jamie Like the recent remakes yeah um yeah like i've always been like mesmerized by the human voice um musicals are like really big for me Mm -hmm. um the first musical i ever saw i was like eight years old um and it was like really epic for like an eight-year-old to see les miserables
2: oh man Um,
3: yeah it was like disturbingly good i was like scared Because there was, like, war going on on the stage. And I was like, whoa. Um, So that really had an impact on me. And uh, I think that's how I fell in love with music, like, just from listening to, like, the human voice. Um, And then piano because my parents forced me to be in it. And then um, the ukulele because my friend, like, brought her ukulele to the beach. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I want an instrument that I can bring to the beach and play like that. So that's, like, a more recent development.
0: Nice. Nice. Um, I wanted to ask this like later on, but, but since you briefly touched upon it though, um, how did your parents first take it when you told them that you wanted to pursue music and also performing too?
3: Oh no, that they didn't take it. (laughs) They still haven't (laughs) taken it. (laughs) Um, I think like, I think when I told them that I wanted to, um, because I was going to university and I switched from an English degree to a music degree. So when I told them, like, I went through like the whole like audition process without even like telling them. Um, and then I remember being like, Hey, so, uh, I'm gonna, I want to like, uh, <laughs> switch to a music degree instead next year. Like, okay, well make sure that you get a music degree and that you teach, you become a music teacher. Okay. Because that's, that's what like being a musician is or whatever. All right. Be a piano teacher or whatever, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and <I> just, like, <laughs> um, so, like, I actually do really love teaching, and it is like a part of who I am. um But I think, oh, man, is this being recorded? I think I just yeah. said like, yeah, okay, I'll just do that um <laughs> while having like a different secret plan because I think it's really important to have like a secret plan that your parents don't know about.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Just
3: tell them one thing and do another. It's fine. <laughs>
1: Lying, I'm still here, right? Yeah, lying is caring in yeah. <laughs> Asian culture. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god. Um,
0: what was your favorite track back at late Mis?
3: Um, it was Castle on the Cloud, oh, which is classic. sung by Little Young Cosette. Mm-hmm. But now it is morphed into um, "I Dreamed a Dream," which is sung by Fontaine. Classic. Yep. Um, and also the the duet "A Little Fall of Rain." I don't know. You guys, know this musical, or am I just like, no,
1: no. I, I know some of the songs. Oh, I dream yeah? a dream, I've definitely heard of. I'm not too sure about the other two. I that one, and then the, uh, the main one, and then the confrontation song. Yeah. <laughs> I just know the confrontation t- song from, you know, How I Met Your Mother, which is not Have We oh. Made It Yet, was How oh, I gosh. Met Your Mother. Um, <laughs> that's the only other time I remember that. Man. Honestly, though, one day more. Oh yes, of
3: course. Okay, like every song. Oh my gosh! Now that we're (laughs) naming Lay Mid songs, like I can't pick just one.
0: I know, I know. (sighs) If I'm ever feeling like really bluesy, though, it's on my own. Oh.
3: Oh yeah, that's that's like my go-to karaoke song.
0: (laughs) You sing that at karaoke?
3: If they have it.
1: Whoa! Way to flex (laughs) at karaoke. (laughs) Uh, Is it? I'm assuming it's vocally uh, 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 tough.
3: I actually think on my own is pretty accessible in the mm-hmm. in the musical theater repertoire. <laughs> um, but I actually think one day more. Oh no, bring him home! Oh, classic. Bring him that's home, like right? the the one that Jean Valjean sings, and like uh-huh. that's some like falsetto there. I don't know yeah. what's going on mm.
0: there, but
3: that's the harder one.
0: Who was who the who is the actor that played him again in the most recent? Uh, Hugh or uh, oh the Wolverine? Ru- Hugh Jackman.
1: Guy. Hugh, Hugh, Jackman oh, was played, it? Oh, okay. Hugh Jackman played. Hugh um, uh, Jackman played Jean Valjean, and then no. Hugh, who who who's the
3: Russell Crowe played
1: Jean Valjean, Jean. and oh, then Hugh
3: Jackman played Javert. Maybe
1: Javert. No, I no. I no? think we did we get the names mixed up. Is, ja, is Javert the I think Javert's Javert the
3: bad guy well, who's like yes. Oh yeah.
1: Russell Crowe played played Javert, yeah. and then Jean Valjean is. Uh, is uh, Hugh Jackman. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All to say, oh, wow. he has an incredible singing voice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um
0: <laughs> honestly though, like if you were to ever sing like Memory from Cats,
3: at Oh, karaoke, I love that song.
1: Oh shitty love movie, it? but I mean but, but great song, great song. <laughs> yeah.
3: No, I haven't seen the have you guys seen the movie? I'm I'm not really
1: No, familiar. I don't plan on going yeah. blind soon. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, no. I mean Josh, we can like do some
0: edibles together and then just watch it.
1: Oh, I think that would be some kind of that would be some kind of trip because then it'd be like the bad CGI mixed in with the edibles is going to make make it worse. Yeah, yeah, that would be a trip. That would be a trip, though. Uh, Kristen,
0: talking about just (laughs) um, when you were in school and everything like that, was there a moment in performing in any of the bands that you had? Um, that really inspired you to keep on going? Or was there like a moment that you had when you wanted to quit music in high school?
3: I didn't want to quit music in high school. Um, I think I wanted to quit music like a few months ago, oh. a few weeks ago, <laughs> two <laughs> days ago. <laughs> yeah. But luckily yeah. the feeling just keeps passing and like uh, I find my way, like I crawl my way back in <laughs> Um But yeah, this was probably supposed to be like an inspirational moment story. So maybe ask a follow-up question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. On that note, I know you listen to a lot of cool music too, and your 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 influences that are now portrayed in the songs that you make have things such as like Aretha Franklin to Tina Turner vibes to it. What about those artists really attracted you to them?
3: It's hard to say because like music is so like, uniquely experienced from one individual to another. Like, mm-hmm. like I remember when I first discovered, like, Stevie Wonder's, like, records from, like, the 70s, which I think were, like, really, like, his musical prime. Mm-hmm. Like, not the stuff that you would hear on commercial radio, like, I just called to say I love you and all that stuff. But, like, his records, like, Inner Vision, Music of My Mind, like, really, like, artful pieces of work. Like, those, like, just, like, spoke to my soul. And, like, Thanks. I can't even really like describe what that was like but yeah. i think it's like finding like a reflection of some part of yourself or some like desire that you have being like reflected back to you from another person it's kind of like oh, you get me or like or like oh you like intro- like you you like layered on top of something that i already thought of and like yeah. made it better uh-huh. um so yeah, I think that's that's I don't know. That's what attracts me to that sound, mm-hmm. um, and definitely like yeah, like '90s R&B slow jams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, yeah, I don't know. They just get me.
0: No doubt, so. no doubt. <laughs> like, like, like I, I hear a lot of like Marvin Gaye in, in your in your music too. But oh, like cool. that that guy like went through a lot of heartbreak and everything like that to create yeah. that type of stuff. Are those the type of emotions that you want to evoke out of yourself too, to to relate to that type of music?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, I think like working through anything in your life is done awesomely if you can do it with music. Mm -hmm. And um, I also like thinking of music as um, like a vehicle to like ascend even higher so like music is and can be therapeutic mm-hmm. um but it can also be like uplifting and it can like take a life outside of itself yeah. and like i don't know speak to an even higher existence that you're striving for
0: no doubt no doubt josh is there a track in your head or anything like that that like puts you over
1: a track in my, in my, like any type of, okay. So I guess I'm always, whenever it comes to music, I don't listen to it as, I don't listen to a lot of, you know, different songs as much. So I always feel a little out of my depth when I talk about music per se. I like things like, you know, I like jazz. So I do appreciate the jazz elements that you have in in your music as well. So I like kind of old school. um, If it's not big band, then it's like, the old, um, uh, what is it, Charlie Parker and then kind of Dizzy Gillespie, those type of um, that kind of era in between big band and then later experimental jazz. But then like other kind of stuff. Ooh, I definitely got into funk for a little bit. And then um, James Brown, one song I found recently called The Payback. For some reason that gets me. When I first heard it, it was just like, (laughs) ugh. Just hits up. It, it just, is.
3: That's exactly how it makes you feel.
1: Yeah, it just hits a uh uh. It just uh it's just yeah, so that song I definitely that that recently hit me. Nice. Payback yeah. it's called? The the payback. The payback. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like music that just kind of like jumps out at you and it like grabs your hips and like <laughs> makes you like
1: yeah. gyrate. It's just, <laughs> it, it's like, because when, in the beginning, like when he, he's got the jazz and then he's got the, the beat going and then like when he, he does his whole like half, you know, singing, half grunting, half speaking mm-hmm. type of thing. And then when he hits you with that first, uh, it's like you feel that. Uh. So I don't know. It's just like a a pinpoint precision display of emotion. I don't know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Nice. Nice. Um Kristen, you, you talk a lot about like independence and self-love in your tracks and everything like that. Uh, with songs like The Man is optional and your most recent like you for you. And I love your cover <laughs> art for it. Just like oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah that's
3: there we like go. <laughs> 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 you do it better. Do it again. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's
0: <laughs> I wish I my neighbors like. can see it because it's literally right at <laughs> the window right there. <laughs> So yeah, well, like, what inspires you to create tracks that talk about like loving yourself as opposed to striving for the affection of another person?
3: I guess that's just like a value that I really like hold deeply in myself, or like strive for. Nice. Um, But I'm not like, yeah, that's that's so cool that you like noticed that, and like, yeah, noticed that about my music because, like, actually, I'm not even sure if I really noticed it until like people who listen like pointed it out to me Oh, but um oh actually can I do like a really weird flex right now
0: do it yeah you're gonna um, play something
3: <laughs> well not exactly but like oh, okay. uh when I released this song you for you this mo- my most recent single mm-hmm. um my friend uh <laughs> Ryan Cho who is um an amazing uh poet teacher soon to be author um who's writing a book about um anti-racism from the asian male perspective so we should all like stay Mm. tuned for that um he texted me this like really cool text about like about like what like you for you like what he perceived like what you're kind of talking about like self-love and independence Mm -hmm. um so like can i like read it because he explains it a lot better than i do yeah (laughs) okay okay um okay first the new track is Firefung, and some of the best songwriting you've done, too. It's even sort of anti-capitalist. Okay, yeah. And then he goes on to say, if you listen to a lot of female empowerment anthems like No Scrubs, Irreplaceable, and a lot of Lizzo stuff, the underlying theme is one of ascribing a man's worth to his job, financial standing, or the extent that they are sexually desired by women, which is basically reinforcing patriarchy onto men. Um, They also laud the disposability of those men as partners because of the dynamic of females being more sought after as sexual partners. And as a result, having more access to things like sex compared to men, which is conflated as empowerment, even though it also contributes to female objectification, dehumanization, and sexual assault. And he says, but your song doesn't do that because you are rad and that is just who you are.
1: Wow,
2: Ryan, Ryan Cho, Cho, everybody,
3: yeah, <laughs> Ryan yeah. Cho, yeah. I'm like, while well, you explained it better than I did, I didn't realize that that's what I was putting out there. But if you get that from my songs, like, that's pretty, fuck sick. yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, everyone. After this episode, please listen to you for you. Please just put please. it on Spotify. God damn, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, Ryan Cho, okay. Writing yeah. down facts. Okay,
3: awesome. Yeah, so I think it just like it it just speaks to um like who are you as a person if you don't mm-hmm. have a fancy car if you don't yeah. have like a whole bunch of friends and followers um or if you don't have a relationship like, <laughs> are you less of a person if you don't have like someone who loves you yeah um. And like mm. I think the answer is like no, we all like we all have something unique to contribute to this world. And uh, yeah, we are like awesome as we are. So.
0: Exactly, man. You you talked about land and then you there's this one line that you talked about like buying a plot of land and then also like it's just all meant to build a castle in the sand. And I was like, mm. Oh that's, that's a great one you're that like like, stuck like that in rhyme. There. I didn't get I I an I good analogy. And with that, though, like, there's a more performative aspect of comedy and also uh, music, too. Um, so I was looking at footage of you performing, say, at the Burdock and all that How stuff. Cool. Like, uh, I think you're performing um, The Man is Optional there. I think I saw your latest one there. It was like six months ago. I remember watching it on cool. YouTube. Um, Give me so. those hits. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Gotta though. make it. Yeah, yeah. I saw your subscriber count on, on your YouTube channel. And so Josh and I are like trying to get over a hundred.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. But you
0: have like 290, 289 or so. And then Do after, I yeah. Oh, I
3: should check that. yeah did yeah. you did you guys subscribe?
0: I haven't uh, subscribed
2: yet.
1: We will. <laughs> I, I, will I will.
3: Okay. After the, I'll subscribe to you guys after this,
0: too.
1: Oh yes. Jeez. And that's and that's how we make it. Subscribing yeah. to each other, one subscription at a time, one oh, follower really? at a time.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So no, I'm just looking at that
0: just because uh, after 100 subscribers, then you get your own uh, special URL. So it says Kristen mm-hmm. Fung Music. Anyway, so at the Burdock, I saw that um, your live stage shows are, are really big. This is not just you and a laptop and, and keys. This is like a full-out big band there. Um, when I was watching you perform, I'm like you can't help but be drawn into your energy because you have incredible stage performance and also presence too. Um, for any performers out there who might be struggling with like either imposter syndrome or or just stage fright or anything like that, you looking out at you, it doesn't look like you have any fear going into it. Can you offer any? Oh an no, A- I,
3: I still get that.
0: <laughs> well, you're hiding it really well. Can, can you offer anything for any aspiring musicians to how to overcome that mm. feeling?
3: Okay, it's going to sound kind of cheesy, but like hmm. breathing exercises.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but not only breathing exercises, but like stretching out your like hip flexors before you go on stage Mm -hmm. or before you perform anything like even before you like yeah okay before you're like stand up or like before you your audition tape and stuff like um I don't know all the like science and hoo-ha behind this but I just know that it works like you really do have to engage your core because I think when we get nervous we like hold all this like energy and like Um, shallow breath like up here and we're like "Ah," and you get onto the stage and you're like "Ah, here's my music or like whatever (laughs) um but if you're like grounded with that like oh like james brown like payback kind of like feeling in your (laughs) hips (laughs) then like you you speak differently you sing differently you like you move around differently and you just have way more of a like command of the space (laughs) so like yeah i would say like um don't be afraid to like do squats like right before you go on stage and everyone's going to be like, Whoa, this person's nuts. And you'd be like, I'm going to show you how nuts I am. Then you're going (laughs) to go out there and kill it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. So that's like the physical, like physiological kind of like trick yourself into like feeling awesome side. Mm -hmm. And then the imposter syndrome thing, like I still struggle with that. I think we all do. Um, but I think it's important, like, again, this, this sounds super cheesy, but like to really like take into your heart, like that you're not trying to be like the best, Mm. because if Mm. you really are like still trying to be like the best at what you do, like you'll, I don't know, you'll like burn yourself to the ground.
0: Interesting. Oh, and also,
3: um. This kind of fits with the like you for you theme of that song, but just that whole mentality of like, let's say like you're not that good at your craft, like are you still worthy like of being an artist? Like hmm.
1: right. Is uh, is like making it if you put your identity so much in the in the pursuit of making it and like say you don't make it to how you make it, how you feel like making it, does that mean you feel failed or how does how will that apply to your sense of uh, pursuit or passion and to a certain degree everybody faces that a lot of a lot of young comedians or comedians get jaded over time because they expect certain things to happen Um, but even with the I assume it's kind of similar with uh, it's similar with acting and music as well it's like you it's so subjective you never know what exactly is going to hit what won't hit sometimes Mm -hmm. You see other people that you may feel like is like, "Oh, I'm better than them, but they're getting ahead of you it's like so you you can't quantify how that makes any sense to you, so people get jaded, people then burn out and feel like it's not for them, so yeah, I don't know. It's like sometimes that identity you do have to change your expectations, I think
3: mm-hmm. on what or, you want, or just find ways to like build yourself back up or like. I don't know. I think it's really refreshing. Yeah. Like I, I, like checking out, you know, comedy and and um, and movies and stuff because I think like it's all related to the whole inspiration process.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that that's a really cool point too. It's like inspiration comes and goes. Sometimes you you literally do hit a brick wall, and it's okay to have, have writer's block. You know? mm-hmm. And and I think so much like what I'm trying to do right now is not put so much self-worth onto my craft. So instead of like, I don't say I'm an actor, I say I act. Or, mm. you know, because it's... Oh, thank mm. you. Thank you. thank you. Um, yeah, because like acting is not my only thing. Like I also play music. I play sports. I, I, I work too, you know? So mm. if if one thing can quantify my whole life, then I th- probably am living a pretty shallow life then. So trying to meander and- my way.
3: And you're just, like, so much more interesting as a person, it, like, the more, like, interdisciplinary you are, like, in your life. Yeah. You know? Exactly. That's what I, I think am. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. exactly.
0: Um, we can't escape this conversation because we're living through it right now. Um, uh-huh. Okay. So, okay. I, I see on your Instagram that you're big into performing and busking wherever you can go. I also saw on your CBC article. That was really cool when you did that back that station I forgot which one but it was dead of winter and you had like like a like a lay on it must have been so oh, cold
3: oh you mean when I was busking um at a Spadina subway station in Toronto yeah, I think yeah 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 and yeah and CBC came and they like interviewed us and they're like why are you doing this yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're like just because like we like to yeah. <laughs> for the joy of life
0: exactly like, <laughs> Yeah, and you were like in winter boots and a big jacket. I'm like, man, if there's anyone that can bring the heat in the dead of winter, it's like it has to be
1: you, man. <laughs> ridiculous.
3: Hawaii state of mind. Yeah, of life. I love <laughs> I it. That. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a pretty uh, interesting spot too because I walked by there like literally the other day, and there's they they always have that little square cut out in that long yeah. hallway, right? So yeah, for that is it. Like, if you want a bus, you have to like sign up somewhere for that.
3: Yeah, there's, um, I think about a hundred or a hundred and fifty selected Toronto subway musicians, and you have to audition for the program. Oh, they wow. only hold auditions like every three years. So, when I first moved from wow. Vancouver to Toronto like seven years ago, um, I heard about the auditions because they do them at the CNE mm-hmm. and, um, I was like, whoa, how do I do that? And then I had to wait like <laughs> three years. Um, and you have to like go there to the TTC head office, like near Davisville station, like go what? there in person and like put your signed form on the table, like time stamped and everything. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of a rat race. But um, actually, New York also does that too. Um, like contrary to popular belief like i know there are people who just like set up anywhere and like i actually think that's like pretty cool too but (laughs) they may they introduce the permit system in these bigger cities to like make sure it's fair for everyone because if you are a registered subway musician then you have a spot like every single day of the year that's yours and you can just go there and be like hey this is my spot today and then if someone's ready there they have to be like okay (laughs) and then like (laughs) they just back up and go um yeah
1: right Oh interesting wait, so then is that's not the only spot is it then for no there's
3: like i don't know forty something spots I think I oh, can't remember
1: throughout the city yeah. yeah is is there one at um like a music park it's like a it's like oh, music you know though you know what I want lucas though that's right yeah. down
3: Toronto music garden
1: music garden, garden. Yeah, 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 is that one
3: um that's actually like kind of a I guess it's made into a venue. Like I can't remember the name of the uh-huh. festival yeah. that, that programs th- specifically there every year, but um, I don't think it's actually a busking spot, but.
1: Interesting. Yeah. It is really, it's a nice setup. It's like right in front of a, like a yeah. willow tree. And then there's like little tiny kind of a amphitheater
0: yeah,
1: set up. Yeah. And yeah, it's um, so
3: beautiful. Yeah. No. Huh.
0: Um, yeah. I'm just also wondering like, you know, of course uh, concert halls and, and like, Big theater venues are kind of shuttered because of COVID right now. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you had to change your your interaction with fans, and how have you gone to know your fans better as a result of COVID? Or how, how sorry? How have you performed in front of people instead?
3: Well, luckily, I had planned to release like some music in 2020, like long before the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had these songs like ready to go nice um, like you for you and stuff so nice. i guess it helps to like plan a little bit in advance but then like releasing music and not being able to like perform it live really sucks oh, yeah. so uh, so yeah i guess um i'm just trying to embrace like the summer weather that we have right now because like yeah i feel like sp- like playing music outdoors is like all that we have right now and soon it's gonna be like winter again it's gonna be like flu season we're gonna all like crawl back in and want to die um but yeah I've always loved like live performing and I love kind of like pop-up music um as much as I also love concert halls and like supper clubs where it's like rude to have a conversation while the music's playing like I actually really appreciate like all kinds of settings Mm -hmm. (laughs) of music but um yeah, like I think, like I'm at my, pr- I'm in my prime, like when when it's like a summer festival and it's outdoor stage, there's people around, like dancing uh-huh. and, and bumping into each other and stuff. Oh, um, so that's that's kind of why I'm like busking right now. <laughs> um, and Vancouver's like so beautiful right now. Except for right now, it's like raining. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, uh, global warming is real. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Vancouver is real. Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver rain is real. Um, well, I, but then wouldn't you be able to? Well, maybe not in dead of winter, but I guess maybe in Vancouver because it's the weather's more temperate. Like you could probably do it more than say Toronto. Toronto, you probably everybody shuts down. Yeah, as long part. as it's
3: not raining, because like then it's going to get all over my equipment. But mm-hmm. I remember in Toronto, it was it was really hard busking in the winter because like our fingers would just freeze. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, Um, Ooh, hot tip for anyone who wants to do busking. Like jumping jacks can really like build up your internal body temperature. Mm. Like if you just need to get warm really fast, Mm -hmm.
0: jumping jacks. You listen to your first kids, avoid the shots. Just do
1: jumping jacks. (laughs) Avoid the, so avoid flu shots as well. No, no, no. Avoid (laughs) like like vodka. Oh, 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 (laughs) okay. Yeah. If you do enough jumping jacks, you'll get drunk as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) oh my god Um, just about to wrap
0: it up here though in light of all that's happening in the world right now what does being an artist mean to you?
3: it means um, bringing a sense of hope and like joy Mm -hmm. to a world that like really needs it now like more than ever
0: yeah 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 yeah. for sure i mean it's it's almost sometimes it's like an artist almost just wants to be like a black mirror and reflect back to the world the the same kind of sadness that they feel but like i'm taking your approach is the opposite where you want to elevate and bring something better right
3: that's like yeah that's the goal um Mm -hmm. I could write plenty of songs um, about how awful the world is, and mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. And um, I like, yeah, this is so personal, like from from one individual to another. But like, I don't necessarily feel like doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think because it makes me feel worse. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm trying to strive like and choose the the life that I wanna that I wanna live, you know? Like, yeah. like Hawaii state of mind, even though it's like I'm in Vancouver and it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the ideal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um would you did, did, oh it's on that though, do you have any new material that you're planning on releasing?
3: Yeah, I've got a couple songs that are like in the works i'm really trying to build my skills um in recording and self-producing right now because that's kind of like all that we have right now yeah, yeah yeah, um so i'm hoping to release something in the fall if i don't just obsess over it too much yeah I just gotta do, let it go
0: do you find yourself like like almost for a lack of a better term like almost coddling your songs too it's like you're, you're so precious about them but you're not willing to Oh my gosh!
3: Yes, and it's it's so stupid. Like that's why it took me like seven years to like (laughs) release.
0: On that note, I did
3: music. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, because I I've still been like making music like all this time in those seven years, but like Mm -hmm. there's always like oh just like one more little thing. Like I'm not happy with this. Oh no. Yeah.
0: I wanted to. Well, this was like a side question, but like I noticed from 2012 and all of a sudden to 2020, I'm like, there's like an eight year gap between the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that just you, like, holding on to it?
3: Um, I mean, it's not that I, like, wasn't active in those years, because I definitely was. I think, like, my priorities just, like, shifted in different directions. And, like, that time of, like, 2012 to 2020, like, that's exactly the time that, like, I lived in Toronto. And mm-hmm. we're, like, I was, like, gathering all these different experiences. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I knew this writer who was, like, it takes, like, seven years to, like, form a story, like, in your mind before you can, like, publish your first novel or or whatever. And I was, like, "Mm." Mm. and now I'm, like, oh, I guess I did that (laughs) with like, (laughs) seven years went by. Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also because I'm I'm not, like, a committed, like, trying to be pop artist where it's, like, push out a single, like, every few months or whatever. Right. Uh I want it to be, like, a body of work that I'm really proud of
0: there we are there we are Hmm. yeah no record label is pushing you to make three albums in four years Mm -hmm. so take your
1: time Hmm. is there is there like a kind of maybe at this point that you've released the first single and you're right working on new material as well is there like what's the next big goal that you're trying to kind of strive for get it like make enough to like put out maybe a full album if you haven't done that yet
3: yeah, a full album would be cool. I think right now I'm really like interested in making like a music video or multiple music videos that mm. are really, like a, a work of art, right. Um,
2: right, right,
1: right? I just
3: need the same budget that Solange has. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna do something way more like DIY, nice, because um, oh, yeah. I'm I'm really committed to like showing other artists and like empowering them and being like you can make something with almost nothing.
1: Oh yeah. Oh for sure. If if anything, like a lot of people blow up with just with, you know, making something from nothing. I, I'm even like uh what is it? Lil Nas X, like he made that the whole um uh what is that song? Old Town uh, Old Town Road, I think that's the song name. He made that off of like a sample off of another a free sample off of a guy from Europe. And then he put that out there and then like out of nowhere, like he wasn't really getting any traction or anything then out of nowhere it catches fire and then you suddenly gets catapulted so like some of the stuff you make with like the diy with your hustle is you never know
3: yeah i love that
0: so awesome.
1: all right um let's,
0: let's let's do it with the word association game let's let's do it i i had that thing what you were talking about with Kristen? like the the thing in my throat and i talked from here not down here and i was like yeah. i need to do more breathing exercises yeah, oh yeah.
3: Your, or those hip flexor stretches things.
0: Diaphragm. <laughs> Diaphragm. Diaphrag. Josh like you don't need to do that, man. If anything, you need like to talk more up here because you're always like down
1: here. up. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, right. I don't I guess when I speak and I try to hit those low, low notes, it's more it's less from below as it does from I don't know where it comes from. I think I think it's cool I know what you're it doing.
3: Um I I learned recently um actually I think you both will be interested in this that like to um have like a healthy speaking voice for performance and all that stuff. Mm. You can practice like finding the optimal pitch of your voice which uh-huh. is usually a bit higher than you think.
1: Huh. Huh. So how huh. would you so how would you know how would you know which... Is it just the one you feel the most comfortable speaking in? Um
3: Try saying mm-hmm as if you're, like, asking a question or, like, agreeing with someone. Okay. Or, like, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then,
3: like, try to, like, stay on that pitch that you landed on, like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. 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 And that might be, mm-hmm. like, around mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. optimal
1: okay. pitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh okay. <laughs> yeah, for everybody listening, they could try that as well. Yeah, try
2: it at uh-huh. home.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 This this episode is just going to be called mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Kristen Feng. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we
0: just do an hour of that next time then?
1: <laughs> just, uh, yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'll do the uh-huh. soundtrack to it. I'll Please, please. <laughs> All right. Um Josh, did you want to go first
1: for your 10? Uh yes, because my 10 never changes. Oh, I thought you
0: changed it because you're like moving through papers.
1: No, it's like a like a rock. It doesn't what? change even though rocks change as well. Um What's going on here? We're doing okay. we're doing a uh, we're doing our special end of the podcast game, the word association. Ooh. Ooh, I know. So, um yeah, so basically, okay, so what's going to happen is I'm going to read 10 words. Lucas is going to read 10 words. And then the first word or thought or like image or whatever comes to your mind, just say it right after we, after e- either of us say our words. And then it's just kind of like, a, it's just a kind of in, not an in-depth, but it's like an interesting look into the mind of our guests.
2: mm ah,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, ah, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> So, okay, so empty your mind, clear your mind. I'm excited then, for this one. And then I shall begin with my first mm. word family. Rich. All right. Pineapple.
3: Tropical. Rain. Vancouver.
1: Mm. Yep. Alone.
3: Trees.
1: Motivation. Stride. Kumquat. Fruit. (laughs) Mountain. The chief. (laughs) Tightrope.
3: Janelle. Monet. Two words. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, Janelle. Now uh, Satisfied.
3: Daft punk. I don't know what like okay, yeah. I'm not gonna edit myself, but
1: hey, no, it's, you it's said, you all, said we're playing
3: this
2: is yeah, how it works, it's the, right?
1: It's the first thing that comes to your mind Daft okay. Punk is satisfied, satisfaction satisfies you. Then we go with it. Last word, last word. Ending.
3: Um, beginning. Yeah.
1: You'd be surprised. A lot of people do say that as well. Ending, mm-hmm. beginning. It's like a cyclical type of thing. Yeah. So, Lucas. Lucas. Okay. All right. All right. Um, clear your
0: head again. Get to that Zen state. <laughs> <laughs> For audio listeners, that was neither Josh nor I. No. That was our guest.
3: That's clear. My
0: head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was me now. Like,
3: Words like come to me and I can't even explain like why like I don't know why I said oh. Daft Punk mm-hmm. like I think it's like mm.
1: that's what we straight, want
3: I don't know tangential we're yeah. looking
1: we're looking for those type of uh, oh, ref- reflexive okay. reflexive yeah. answers okay but no, honestly Kristen editing yeah yeah Kristen with a ten dollar word
0: tendential
3: tangent, tangential tangential
0: tangential wow. mm. what does that even mean okay like, sorry
3: going on a tangent okay sorry.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. All right. right, Okay. First word of Uh ten. Marvin. Gay. Okay. Brown. Brick. Flower.
3: Hibiscus.
0: Keys. Mm.
3: Lost. Funk. Fung. Phone. Lucas.
0: Oh, cool. Q. QWERTY. Casio. Keyboard. Chief.
3: Squamish.
0: (laughs) And last one. Kristen. Fung. Okay, cool. 'Cause lately we've been getting a lot of that's me. Oh. And I'm like <laughs> not making fun of our, our former guests for saying that, but we've been getting a lot of that. Oh. Uh. Yeah.
3: I feel like I'm just I have this reflex to like people are like, What's your name? Like how do you say your name? It's like Fung, F U N G. Like I'm, yeah. I'm just like used to like always clarifying my name. I don't know if you guys get that at
0: all, but um yeah. i do i do because my last name has no vowels so how do
3: you pronounce it
0: so it's at the back of your throat so it's mm.
1: Mm. oh yeah, wow yeah. that sounds like i got an answer wrong
0: uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes josh yes josh <laughs> i have like terrible stories of like you've heard you've heard everybody wrong. uh just ung um, ing wait, wait what was it ung? Um. Mm. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Erase that. Erase that. Oh, uh, you gotta like that
0: is
3: open your
1: so mouth. cool. I not sample that? I don't know why. I, even yeah, sure. I feel like I feel like I've never even heard it. Wait, wait so then, what's your full name in uh, in Cantonese? Okay, okay, okay. So <coughs> I got to clear my throat. Get in your zone. Get in your zone.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, ancient ancestors are now looking down on me to make sure I don't screw this up. Okay, sorry. Here it is. Zhong <laughs> Xin. Mm. Sick.
3: Thank
1: mm. you. Mm. You you want to go around the table and yeah. just say your Chinese name?
3: Are, are we all Cantonese here?
1: No, I'm uh, I'm mainland. Cool. Well, not main. Well, I mean K- Canton is also in mainland, but I'm northern. I'm a northern Chinese person.
3: Whereabouts?
1: Uh, I was born in Beijing, cool. but uh, oh, my my family is also from like Hunan and Gansu region. So like central mm. to north.
2: All right. mm. What's your Mm -hmm. Chinese name,
1: Josh? Um, My Chinese name is, uh, in Mandarin, is Uh uh, Yang Jia Chen. What what does it mean? It means something. uh, Each individual word is like, has like, oh, celestial, whatever, something good. I I forgot it it exactly. I did learn, I did re-realize lately that Yang is actually, it stands for like, poplar tree or willow tree so technically my last name is is that um, but also like Yang Jia Chen was kind of just because uh, also in Mandarin words sound the same and mean different meanings right so that's uh-huh. a lot of that kind of combination so my mom's last name um, is Chen and then my dad's last name is Yang and then Jia is Ad so they just Yang Jia. Uh-huh. Which oddly enough, also more so, my nickname though people called me when I was a kid was Yang Chen, which was not they never they didn't call me as Yang Jia Chen, which is weird. Mm. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so now you can crack into my credit card security. <laughs> <answers>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you sword. spell it? Yeah. You, um, <laughs> oh, I'll never. It's uh yeah.
3: Mm. Um, my Chinese name is Feng Xin Yan.
1: Oh, a yan at the end,
0: yeah, uh, I think
3: I think it means like happy girl, hmm. um oh, or I was told that when I was a kid, and I guess I just kind of li- like lived it,
0: <sighs> hell, yeah,
3: they could have been lying though could' <laughs> might have been like,
0: do you know how to write it still
3: yeah i I did write it once, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow, <Recently>. once oh <laughs> no, recently. No, recently, okay, okay
3: yeah
1: okay <laughs> i mean no i mean like if we don't have a reason to write it sometimes and like you don't write I, I don't pretty sure i haven't i know how to write it but i feel like i haven't written it out in like years it's like, mm. when, when, when is the last opportunity for me to write it in?
3: um if you go to the ago during lunar new year there's a calligraphist there and you can ask them to like write mm. uh, oh. stuff in calligraphy and I was like, "Oh, can you do my name but I don't remember what the second character is?" <laughs> and uh and it
1: uh. yeah, write my name with the uh, hundreds of combinations of words <laughs> that sound exactly the same in our language.
3: Yeah, oh, can, you, can you do that? <laughs> anyway, I figured Dude. it out.
1: Oh, yeah. Is there is there a reason um cuz like your your first name starts with a K instead of, of a CH? I'm always interested cuz you know, alternate spellings like do you know why you got a K instead of like a CH?
3: I think it was just one of those like this name's cool. Let's do this one mm. kind of things.
1: Hey, so yeah. names- wait. I guess CHR, the CH Kristen would probably be the weirder one than the K. Yeah, right? I've
3: actually never seen a a Christen
1: Christ- before. Yeah, a- <laughs> It's a Christen. Oh, shit. It's a Christen. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Christ. it's a worry, Christen. yeah. yeah. Huh. All right.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Well, this is really detracted into something else. Our, convers- our conversations, really.
0: Uh, what are your handles and where can people find you? Uh,
3: they can find me at um, Christen. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Fung music on Instagram. But actually, after this, I'm going to go search Instagram and see if there's a Kristen Fung.
1: There's a Kristen. If you don't
3: know, now you know.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. It's Kristen um, with a K, with a K, with, K, K, folks. with a K. I, and I also, did, please
3: subscribe yeah. on YouTube and uh, and subscribe to these guys because these guys are awesome. Yes,
1: yes. And if if you follow and subscribe to us, we'll follow and subscribe to you because you know we're we're. Not, I'm not saying we're desperate, but we need them. <laughs> I'm not saying we're. Hey, man, come on! I say. Like hey, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not ashamed to say I've got no shame. We didn't. We shouldn't have any shame in this.
3: Yes, there's power in asking. I, yes. After this, I'll go log into my five Gmail accounts and I will subscribe from each and every one.
1: Yes, yes, gain the system. Um, <laughs> but um, yes, great, uh, Lucas. What are your handles? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me at
0: Lucas John Ng, N-G Nancy Golf, the one last name that has no vowels. Lucas John Ng on Instagram and on Facebook. And mm-hmm. Joshua? Uh,
1: you can find me on at Josh Yang Comedy across everything that exists in humanity. Um, and then, but yes, also, please follow, subscribe, like, share, the Have We Made It Yet podcast, which is HWMIY podcast, my podcast. Um, and yeah, that would be great. I oh, th- uh, sorry sorry what is your next show
3: Um, it's supposed to be tomorrow but it's raining oh shit so um, next Friday at Jackpool Plaza which is where the Olympic Cauldron is uh-huh. next to the Vancouver Convention Center for all you Vancouver rights
0: next Friday because
1: next Friday coming out uh, next August. Tuesday yeah yeah so August 28th you can see Kristen Funk at the Jackpool Plaza so everyone check her out if you're in Vancouver and yes. uh, and there on the twenty eighth, August twenty eighth. August twenty eighth. Great. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, guys. Kristen, for joining us.
0: Alright, see you all next week.